Singapore and welcome to the big show. Our guests for this morning are from the Cat Welfare Society. We have the president of the board, Tanuga Vijakuma, as well as board member Theresa Go. Good morning, ladies. Morning. morning. Good morning. And Meow! Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's, your that's cat. what we're, we'll be doing this yes. morning. Well, Talking that's what, about that's what cats. he'll be doing this morning. Yeah. All the I sound like doing effects. That. Oh, my wife just loves it when I do that. Oh yeah, she's she always cats, asking right? me to meow for her. Oh. Yeah, well, she's okay. a cat lover, but she's allergic to cats. Too much information right now, yeah. Glenn. Why? Yeah. Why are you it's meowing just, for her? She'll just go, um, <laughs> and she calls me meow as well. Oh, okay. Funny, right? Yeah. Kind, and we yes. have a dog. Okay. Yeah. But we're not. But okay. we're not here to talk about Glenn Ong. So yes, no, just, just, I was just one day. Me. Yeah. Just, my wife. No, just one day. Okay. okay. All right. So we're talking about cats, and cats are banned from HDB flats. Why? Well, for now they are. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what you're trying to advocate, right? Change that law. Yes. Um, so, to the best of our knowledge, this has been um, an inherited law that cats are banned in HDBs for several reasons are cited on the HDB website, including that they are very difficult to contain within homes, that there's a lot of fur flying everywhere. And I think the, the general thrust of it is that they can cause disamenities to the neighbours. And um, that's a valid point, right? Because there are irresponsible owners who do contribute to mm. causing disamenities. They let their cats roam, the cats defecate in front of someone else's house. Mm. That's always going to be an issue. But what we have seen is a far more mature society that understands that cats can be kept indoors. They can be provided sufficient stimulation. They can be neutered. They will not caterwaul and hygiene is you know for the human right. being to maintain so all of those um sort of the archaic reasons have been um invalidated is that a word yeah um, so they, they no longer hold water and um that's why we're seeing i think a massive paradigm shift and mindset shift to allowing cats in hdbs so we've seen avs take some very positive steps by running a public consultation okay and cws has also run its own surveys and we see that really there's a huge majority in Singapore that has got a neutral stance or is very supportive actually of um, overturning this ban. Okay, okay. So what what do we do with errant owners then? Because there will be. There will be, right? Well, our stand is um, that you should penalise them right? because they're causing issues for their neighbours. At, yeah. at the end of the day, we share a community, right? We share a space. It's Singapore. There is nowhere in Singapore that there isn't a cat. So hmm. if a cat owner is responsible, you immediately change um, a naysayer's mind because you're showing that it can be done. Hmm. You can coexist and harmoniously in a clean manner. There's no there's no disamenity caused there. Absolutely. How many cats do we have in Singapore right now? I'm sure there's a number, right? What? <laughs> As in what community? I mean, cats? You know, well, you see them cats. everywhere. Yeah, right? so community <laughs> yeah. cats out there. How many are there? Um, there is no census actually. Mm. There was an estimated figure which was sixty thousand. I don't know um, whether that holds true anymore. Okay, mm. Yeah. okay, mm. all right, mm. okay, okay. Um, yeah, I think we can also, t- I think, bring up something that happened a couple of weeks ago that we saw online about the abuse of cats. Of cats. Yeah. So we'll talk about that on the oh. Big Show TV. You can join us on YouTube and Facebook at slash Kiss ninety two FM. All right, it's Wednesday, the twenty fourth of May. Kiss ninety two day. So yeah, that awful, awful video that got you know that got caught on camera about this teenager 
uh, abusing. Humping the cat. Humping oh. it, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to find a word, word for it, for, but humping yeah. a cat. Yeah. Um, well, it's very unfortunate that that cat happened to become his victim. I don't know um, the status of that case right now. It is with AVS for investigation, to the best of my knowledge. I I think for that case, um, it's it's a it's an unfortunate situation, right? Because the cat happened to be outside of the house, and there are cats in the community who become quite easy prey if that makes sense yeah. obviously um, there are there there might be various reasons for why that individual acted in that particular mm. manner it's it's I think the first case that we've heard of mm. of that right. ever nature, yeah. Yes. yeah Um, it's just embarrassing I but, think but yeah. cats that's have a sick always, boy yeah cats have always been the target they've been thrown over they've been thrown out they've, of buildings they've, all kinds they've, of they've, things they've, uh, I, I remember a video once of somebody trying to give it a cigarette you know, oh, yes. a smoking cat. There were there were yeah, there was yeah. situations like that. So these are all community cats, right? Or are they owned by individuals? Um, to the, I think most of the cases have involved community, community cats. cats. Okay. I believe the one in with the teenager who tried to hump the cat. Um, I think that was actually an owned cat that had been allowed to roam. Oh, oh right. I think wow. the video was yeah. posted by the owner. Oh, was by the owner itself, oh, right? Okay. Seeking like just justice and stuff. Justice. Oh. Yeah, right. but you but know, I, I, I don't understand it. We've seen so many beaten cats. We've seen so many abused cats in Singapore. I just don't get it. Yeah. And I, I wonder what and because cats when they become used to humans, they do tend to come to you, you know regularly. Regularly mm. because humans feed them. Mm. Yeah, and, I mean, and, as, and then they end up getting abused. As it's many awful. bad stories that there are, there are also good stories of, of people course. trying to trying to. Um, yeah. I, I remember reading one of this woman who made little homes for the community cats. Like mm. first, she started I think with a plain box. Then she she saw that it was quite popular with the community cats. She started decorating the boxes like little houses and stuff, and putting a real effort into uh, giving them a home almost. Yep. Is that a good thing to do or should they be left to fend for themselves because they are natural community cats? They, they, their instincts are a little different, right? I think, um, and, and way in whenever, uh, <laughs> I think for the community cats, it's very different from what we experienced or saw maybe even 10 years ago. Mm. So before, the cats were sort of, I think, a mix of cats that lived within a community that had settled. And mm. because there was a larger, unsterilized population of cats, there was also a certain level of straying. Yeah. So this this concept of them being transient was more much more enforced. Mm. Now, what you see is that people have opened up and shared their communal spaces with the with cats. The, cat. the cats mm. are truly a part of that community. Yeah. And... And I, I don't know whether they've lost their instinct mm. for anything, but they are very much cared for, mm. right? Mm. So having um, this this home sort of a concept out in a communal space, I think that's actually like one of the most impressive things about the Singapore mm. community. Right. Mm. That, that we've contributed in a way that the public understands and accepts that, hey, this is a shared space. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's not um, necessarily a bad thing. Mm. It's more about ensuring things like, you know, maintaining the space for it. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right, mm. right, right. So what's been um, the problem? Because I'm sure you, you guys have spoken to, you know, the powers that be. And uh, what's the reason they keep bringing up uh, with regard to allowing cats in uh, HDB? What, why are they so resistant? Cats. Yeah, um, I think the well they've fallen back on that position, right? The 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 invalid position 
basically. And I think there is, to a certain extent, when when there is an existing position, there needs to be a clear um, a clear indication of what the public truly wants and feels. And that's why the whole process has started off with a public consultation that covers not just um, pet cats, it also covers community cats. It's, it's all Singapore cats, basically. And um, I think they're looking at the various reasons and they're trying to deal with that. So to the, I understand that they are doing focus group discussions and then, you know, we'll see how this progresses, right? Mm. But on CWS's side, we we also wanted to understand how mindsets have changed. So when we ran the survey over the course of last year, we went door to door and we just spoke to everybody. So whether they were interested in cats, whether they knew anything about cats or not, we had like a, a clear indication of um, a very randomised population. And we understood that Actually, a lot of people really don't care. Can't be bothered, yeah. yeah because it doesn't affect their daily lives. Yeah. 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 And many people were quite surprised when we told them that there was a ban and how did they feel about it. They're like, oh, but you know, like dog is allowed. Then yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So you, you have, um, I think, a certain level of confusion within the public itself that there are different standards for different um, pet slash companion animals. Mm. And I think the... The one person who I spoke to who was vehemently against it was just like, I hate cats and I do not want them in HDBs. So I had to gently remind her that you are not obligated to adopt a cat if you don't like cats. Yeah, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't mean that other people should not be allowed to have a pet cat responsibly. For sure, yeah. Mm. And then she seemed a bit confused. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just one in, a, one in many. I can't have cats uh, if I don't want cats. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. How can yeah. other people have them, yeah. right? That's so selfish. So uh, are the cats in the community neutered? They are neuted. By okay. and large, they are. By yes. and large, they are. There okay. is a there is, is there a program or is it just individuals who are helping out? There is a program for uh, pet cats and communicates. So we have the sterilization program, mm. um, and it's been in effect for uh, for years. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's there's two as Teresa was saying. Um, there is the stray cat sterilization program, mm. which really should be called the community cat sterilization program. <laughs> that deals with the cats in the community. Right. Which, if you've noticed, there is a they're pretty much all sterilized. We only get new cats when unfortunately people relocate or abandon them. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And we also help um, pet cat owners. So stray cat sterilization program came back in force in 2018, and the pet cat sterilization program that CWS runs um, came in um, November 2020. Okay, so okay. It's for like the families who um, need a bit of financial mm, help. Mm, yeah. mm. Okay, so what does one do when they come across a community cat? Maybe we can ask this on air. Uh, a community cat or a box of kittens, you know, or mm. or. Uh, a cat that's been abandoned. We'd like to find out what they what they need to do because there's a cat welfare society. There's AVS. There's Acres. Like who do they call? So okay. we'll we'll ask you that when we go in there. All right. <coughs> it may not be the answer that you're expecting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> may not be the answer you're expecting. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss 
On the PIE towards Tuas before Jalan Baha, avoid the right lane, an accident has been reported. Also in the CTE tunnel towards the AYE, this is after the Bukatima Road exit. Also avoid lane 1, another accident. Wherever you are today, stay safe. Good morning and welcome back to The Big Show and The Big Show TV. Our guests for this morning are from the Cat Welfare Society, Thanuga Vijekuma, who's the president uh, of the board, as well as Theresa Goh, who's a board member uh, there as well. Theresa Goh, of course, uh, is... One of our heroes. <laughs> she has won so many gold medals, yeah. right? I, you know, I don't know where to start. And of start course, uh, she she represented Singapore at the uh, Paralympics in uh, Rio in 2016 wow, as well. Bronze impressive. medal for you there. Yeah. And then I'm just looking at all the other gold medals that that Theresa has won: ASEAN Para Games, the British uh, Paralympic Trials, the Danish Open. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Look at that. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for uh, awesome. you know making Singapore so proud. Thank you, thank you. yes, thank absolutely. you very, very much. We're very proud of you, Theresa, and uh, we're very proud of uh, both uh, you, Tanuga, as well as uh, Theresa for um, for doing what you do for the Cat Welfare Society because I think it's very, very important that we all open up. Mm. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's stop hating on cats, right? There's so many people, you know, who yeah. I mean, we had a conversation just now. They don't have a proper reason, yeah, uh, for for, like for the things that they that they do and they say. Mm. And they just very easily just go like, okay, I just don't like cats. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a cat person. Most people, I'm not. I a think cat that's person. the most selfish thing <laughs> it ever. Is. It is. Mm. I, I think it is. Yeah. So what does the Cat Welfare Society do? I mean, what are you guys in charge of? Because like if I mean, first thing you say when you think animals, I mean, people obviously think of the SPCA and then the AVS and then cat. So what does the Cat Welfare Society do? What are you responsible for? Well, first of all, we're not a shelter. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. I think we are we're definitely in charge of uh care and le- um legislation of uh, yeah, pet, the, of cats in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, essentially four sort of broad areas of work. We deal with um, sterilizations in Singapore to help the community cats and the pet cats. We have um, the engagement work that we do, which is where we go and we humanely resolve the feedback in respect of cats. Mm-hmm. And you know, something like sixty percent of the complaints that we get has to do with irresponsible pet owners. Mm-hmm. So to that end, we also educate and advocate as. I was mentioning um, for two two sort of broad areas responsible cat ownership and responsible community cat caregiving and you know the ancillary stuff like um, dealing with abuse you know whether the penalties are stiff enough and, right yeah okay okay so we would not call you if we found a stray cat um, a community you can, cat I you can call it. us well you can email us because yeah. we don't have a hotline okay. um, you can email us um, about sterilization for that cat right? and we can guide you as to how you could assist that cat further okay Okay. i g- give you an instance um, my daughter got a call from condo security mm. and said there's a, a mother with three kittens management has told me to get rid of them they've just said take them outside the gate dump them on the side of the road Security knows my daughter's a cat lover. So he says, can you help? So she's taken the whole lot into her house. Is that the right thing to do? 
Well, I don't think that's the right answer to that question. <laughs> if your daughter has the capacity to yeah. help, yes. But I think what she needs to know and what everyone needs to know before they help a cat is kind of the extent of the responsibility, right? If you have, um, let's say, a mother and kittens in your example, when you take them in, you need to provide, let's say, a safe space away yes. from any other animals she may yes. have. Including cats. Including yeah, other cats. possible because, yeah. you know, territorial issues yeah. and also the young, right? They get quite protective. Okay. So you, you foster them. Mm. So that's a fostering capacity. Capacity. Then when the kittens are old enough, um, she may want to rehome them. That's right. Yeah. So CWS would have a resource for that, the public ah, adoption okay, board. Okay. So you anybody can use that. And then um, for the mom, if she needs to spay the mom, she can do so at a private cost or she can go through the CWS program. Right. And then she can rehome or, if I mean, if mm. condo management, um, release the cat back. So yeah. the, the sterilization program is basically trap, neuter, return, manage. Mm -hmm. But um, unfortunately, we have much too much experience with condom management that reacts in a very uh, sh very short-sighted way, very knee-jerk, mm. kind mm. of like, oh, mm. I don't want to see this, let's remove let's it. Let's just put it outside, yeah. Yeah. outside yeah. Which is of mind. On the street. Quite, yeah. quite silly, isn't it? Mm. Because, you know, other cats will just move in. It's called a vacuum effect. So right. there are no rules in H uh, not HDBs. Obviously, we know at the moment you aren't allowed cats, but condos, there are no rules against that, are there? Um, so it depends on each condo because they have right. their own yeah. bylaws. Got it, got yeah. it. Okay. Well, what's very interesting with my daughter was the mother was a year old, mm. right? She had these three kittens. She brought the cats home and it was almost instant. She has three cats of her own. And it was almost instant how these three cats adopted these kittens. Oh, wow. Okay. They just took to them straight away. Mm. It's amazing. So now it's this massive family of cats in our <laughs> house. Absolutely crazy. Okay, let's continue this conversation on The Big Show TV. It is 8.16. Kiss 92 Time Check brought to you. So, okay. So if we find any cats, if we find a box of cats, we would not call you first. But. But we could. They they shouldn't take uh, these uh, kittens to the Cat Welfare Society, right? There's no way. There's no shelter. Yeah. No so what your daughter should do right now is perhaps maybe get in touch Email. with you guys. Yeah. And well, then, unless she wants to yeah, keep right now, the kittens. Right now, the kittens are about four weeks. So she's trying to figure out at what point she's going to rehouse these kittens. So where would you take them? SPCA? Um. Actually, it's probably best if she can rehome them on her own. Yeah. Mm. And we'd be very happy to guide with that. Okay, because okay. Yeah. Look, the know. reality is any shelter in Singapore is choke full. Full. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. So yeah, you guys better help the kittens, no? <laughs> because if not, uh, his daughter's cat is going to eat them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. His daughter's cat is a, it's a Maine Coon. <laughs> oh, no. This is, no, it's not Chloe. It's not Chloe. This is so another one. Oh, what, oh, I see. what happens to <laughs> the cats if they go to somewhere like a shelter that's overcrowded? Do they get culled? No, um, I think with a shelter that's overcrowded, shelters will have to decline. Just decline, decline them, right? Oh. Okay. Entry, okay. Because it's not fair, yeah. right? It's not right. Mm. What is useful is that if everyone sort of pulled together and used their resources to try to help, even if you help one animal, yeah. that's a heck ton more mm. animals helped. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's about sharing resources, right? We all have uh, different capacities, whether we have more space in the house, mm. we have a bit more money. Um, we know more people, you know, mm. I think there's always ways to uh, deal with it or to uh, manage this situation, you know, whether it's going to different organisations, but you know that it's probably going to be full. Um, there's an influx, there's too many uh, abandonment cases mm. and, and just too much for one person to deal with or one um, organisation to deal with or group to deal with. So, yeah, I mean, just thinking about being able to share the load, yeah. I think is super helpful. 
Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for CWS, because we don't run a shelter, what we've undertaken is to try to educate as many people as possible about how they plug into the system to mm. help the cats. Mm. Right. Mm. And it's not just cats; it's any animals. Anyone who understands how cats coexist yeah. with other people um, will also know to show some sort of empathy or care towards, let's say, wildlife. At least, don't you know, butcher wildlife. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It's, it's just about. Being aware, being more sensitized, educated. Yeah. yeah, is there is there a list that you guys have of uh, foster cat parents that would that would uh, look after these um, community cats if they need to be rehomed or kittens that were found abandoned, whatever it is. I've got a good friend, Deborah Ong. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the studio right now? <laughs> Who plugs into the system in her community and has actually helped with the neutering of cats, which is how we became friends, mm-hmm. and um, and with you know rehoming kittens if there are any. She fosters regularly. Every individual has a capacity to help. Mm. Right. It's just about figuring out what it is. If it's not time, it might be ten bucks a month. Right. You know, okay. You can donate that to an organization of your choice. You can help the auntie downstairs by buying half a can of half a carton of food, food you know yeah. it, mm. everybody has that ability or even if you can educate yourself on the process and tell the next person and the next person and the next person it's a domino effect yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's why we see this mindset change in singapore right mm. Te- like over 10 years ago when we were um, volunteering and you know when we were became sort of cat owners and all of these things we realized that there wasn't very much knowledge about these sort of issues we were sort of new when we said, hey, actually, you can also help. And then people were like, what? Okay. We don't just ask somebody else. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> what, what website can people go to to find out more? Your, your website? Yeah. And, uh, what's, the, what's the address? It's um, catwelfare.org. And if you look under the FAQs, I think pretty much every question we've been asked is there. And the response is there. So you can learn how to do something. People who write in to us, we do try to guide them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But I think um, there is less of a, why can't you just take over this? Why can't someone else do it? Yeah, why yeah. can't someone else do it? And um, more people are like, oh, okay, let me see what I can do. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's been very encouraging to us. Okay, that's great. That's great. You know, I mean, for those of you who are watching us on the Big Show TV right now, you know, if you've got any questions for Zanuga or uh, Teresa, uh, you can get in touch with us. Right now, I think one of the concerns, I, I, I spoke to someone once, uh, they were a bit concerned about the number of cats uh, that some people may, may want to keep. Because we, we hear stories of uh, uh, people keeping like 10 cats, mm-hmm. 15 cats. 15 yeah. cats. Yeah. Uh, that might be a bit too much in, in a small space like an HDB. So... Would you be open to to putting a a, a limit a to the number of uh, cats uh, someone can keep? Like, I think there should be per square footage how many cats should be allowed in, right? Otherwise, it just becomes overcrowded. I mean, similarly, I feel like maybe, um, you know, the public would be concerned if someone were to be keeping eight dogs, eight dogs. Yeah, in the sure. house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just a cat issue. Yeah. It's a... Uh, Animal issue. It's an animal, animal issue. issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's a welfare issue. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's definitely something that CWS is... Uh, um, pushing for like one of the measures is uh, what, what is it like like a four or more mm. yeah. yeah four if you have uh, four or more cats you have a different sort of a different level of um, 
Okay, so like, the, the concept is this. Yeah. One, when we did our surveys, we found that 85% of the cat owners that we spoke to had between one to three cats. Mm. Okay. And further, I think 13 or 14% had mm. four to six. And then there was less than 1% basically who had more than six. Okay. And with the people who had um, larger numbers, there were also people who fostered cats. Yes. So much right. like what right. your daughter yeah. is, yeah. right? Yeah. So her actual number might be three, but now she's at like seven. seven. It's temporary. Right. It's so, temporary. Yeah, so exactly. So it's temporary. So we have this concept where we said, well, how about you allow for up to three cats in the home and for new owners who want to take on four, five or six, they apply for a permit to have more. And there is a qualitative assessment, mm. not just a quantitative assessment there, where maybe they have to discuss with, um, I don't know, an AWG or a AVS officer or, or any individual there who, to say, hey, look, do you understand the additional financial commitment that you need to put into mm. place? Um, you know, have have that check in, right? Like because it's not so. meant to be some yeah. sort of a, a off the cuff decision. Yeah, I'm going to four or five. I think mm. that can also kind of uh, address the the fear that a lot of people have that once you legislate it, like people are just gonna like keep bringing in cats and you're gonna have too many cats in a household, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. this can help to kind of address that issue. Mm. I say so be it. You know, I'm so <laughs> tired of this. I mean, look. Um, we're, we're, we're thinking so far forward, you know, you want everything to be perfect. Mm. I feel like, you know, you, that, that perfection is never going to be met. Mm. You know, so why are we working towards, you know, this this perfect, this absolutely perfect society? Yeah. yeah. Let's live a little. Yeah. <laughs> Take you know some I mean? risks, yeah. Um, do you have, uh, you know, when, when someone wants to adopt a child, for example, they have to go through rigorous um, mm. home study reports, you know, find out if the home is is conducive for the child and all that. Does the same thing happen with your Cat Welfare Society? Because I see on your page you have an adoption list yes. where people can go and sort of choose the cat and all that. Do you suss them out? Yes, definitely. I think it's important to make sure that um, a cat goes to a good home, mm. uh, a safe home. So we do house visits. Okay. Uh, good. The okay. Good. The fosters. individuals. Uh, sorry. The fosters who use the public body. Yes. Mm. Right. Okay. Do the house visits and make make sure that um, the house is ready. Um, it's not in a bad condition or uh, it's mm. hygienic. It's uh, uh, meshed up. You know. Make okay. sure that when the cat does move in, it's not going to be uh, able to. Run out. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, Hold or on. Be let's uh, let's go back on the radio. Okay. Stand by. Kiss ninety two traffic. Okay, a couple of situations to look out for at the junction of Bishan Street twenty two, Marymount Road, and Singming Avenue. If you know the area, the traffic lights have blacked out there, so look out for that. And on the PIE towards Changi Airport after the BKE, a broken down vehicle has been spotted. Wherever you are, stay safe. Good morning and welcome back to The Big Show and The Big Show TV. Our guests uh, for this morning are from the Cat Welfare Society, Thanuga Vijakuma, uh, the president of the board, as well as Theresa Go, a board member with the Cat Welfare Society. You know, guys, I know you do a lot of work. You go house to house. You, you've got a, 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 an adoption platform, stuff like that. Are you doing anything with kids? The reason why I ask this is I believe that all of this stems from a very young age. You've mm. got to get them used to to this sort of thing. Yes. Um, so one of the things that we are actually currently raising funds for, um, we're trying to create an education program and we're focused on the preschool mm. and the lower primary kids because we think, you know, that, that's the easiest way for us to get into the minds early. So 
the main thrust of what we're doing is we're working on how children should sort of approach and interact with community animals because mm-hmm. that's going to be mm. the greatest um, interaction platform there, yeah. right? Um, so the preschool stuff, we have like little workshops in in mind and we've created like um, a way to sort of present and have them participate in and, and learn, you know, like if the cat's tail, if the cat's body is arched, do you approach? Uh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so, all, so the all, signs. Yeah, it's all from, from a young age, right? Yeah. Education. Um, and once you start them young, they, they understand that cats are part of the community. They understand how to uh, handle a cat, uh, what not to do, signs like Tanuga mentioned. Uh, and, and just getting them, I think it's about normalization also mm. and, and familiarity, right? And getting them to understand that cats are not like. Uh, Right now, they, they seem to be like the bad, mm. the bad cat. Why though? Why do people have that impression? I, I have Actually, no idea. I think it's got to do with parents sort of vilifying things. Yes, mm. I think so. Mm. Yeah. So if and and I think the best way to educate a child sometimes is for another child to do it. So mm. you teach one child, and that child that the moment that child says like, "Hey, stop stomping your foot around mm. a community animal" to their friend, that's far stronger than any organisation or authority or even a parent saying it because it's a peer. Mm. Mm. And and that's the kind of um, snowball level of education that we need to achieve, right? Mm. We need enough children out there vocal enough to stop their friends from misbehaving. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Mm. So why why then are there so many cats that get chucked out after being adopted? You know, you do all these rigorous tests, see if the home is ready, see if the... parent is ready the future parent is ready and then after a while I know during like say like certain years like the year of the tiger because that's the closest thing you can get right year of the rabbit the same thing happened a lot of people started yeah. adopting rabbits and chucking them out after so why why does that happen even though all those checks have been put in place okay I think that the cats that have been adopted through the rehomers um, who do the checks those are not the cats that are abandoned it's the Purchased yeah. one. Yeah, so in our experience, the cats that get um, dumped unceremoniously were either sort of um, like in a backyard fashion adopted, like friend, friend, right, never sterilized right. cat, then got million kittens, you know, right, <laughs> right. that sort of a case. Or the people who just did not neuter the cats in their homes and then there was an ov- overpopulation. Wow. So, bef- and sometimes these guys would have tried to like sell a kitten, which is disgusting. Yeah. Um, but so you have the, it's the, the non adoption modes. Mm. Where there is an overpopulation within the house and they get chucked. Right, okay, yeah. got so it. Okay. Okay, uh, let's continue this conversation on The Big Show TV. It is Wednesday, the 24th of May. Kiss today. Sorry, don't worry. You don't worry about the red card. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. That's, that's for me. That's for us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so if anyone wants to get in touch with you guys, it's info at catwelfare.org. What does it take to be a cat parent? I, 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 I don't think that it takes too much, you know. <laughs> I became a cat parent, I think, more than 10 years ago. I had my first cat. Um, and at that time, we didn't, we didn't know too much about cat welfare either. Um, all we knew is we wanted to create a, a space for our cat. Uh, a safe environment, a cat safe environment, right? 
um, this cat followed us home from the lift lobby, the ground floor, all the way up to the eighth floor, <laughs> and and chose us basically. You know, so from that moment, and my my, my parents were always uh, dog dog, dog people. people. Yeah, they were converts. Okay. <laughs> now now my parents have four. Kids. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Wow. So so your family was always do- uh, you you had pet dogs growing up. I mean, no. Um, my mom had cat, uh, pet dogs, and mm. I think it's just like a, a more common thing that we yeah. used to be used to dogs or we uh, assumed that we were dog people yeah. until we had cats you know so I think now you're animal people now we're yeah. animal <laughs> <laughs> now my, my parents still love dogs don't worry of course yeah <laughs> but but we have more cats so I think it's, it's now we have uh, I think my sister has two cats I have uh, one, two um, my parents have three wow you know so it's, it's just um, it becomes the fact that you want to care for these uh, animals, these animals, mm. and they become part of your family, you know. Right. Mm. Yeah. What's beautiful sometimes is when I see cats and dogs. Yeah, I've getting always along. wanted to have like a ca- yeah. kitten and a puppy. My, you know, my friend just adopted a, a kitten with two golden retrievers. Yeah, and it is the cutest. The thing. golden retrievers are puppies as well, or uh, grown? Big, big oh, dogs. really? Yeah. They're being bullied uh, squarely by the cat. By the cat. Oh for my sure. gosh. Their tails are basically gigantic <laughs> toys for them. But not all. Not all. Dogs and cats would get along, right? I mean, it's it's something. Do you would you recommend them growing up together? But this one didn't sound like they grew up together. They it was introduced as a newcomer, right? Yeah, I, I think every permutation exists. It's, it's really about the personality of the animals yeah. and um, the introduction and integration methods. So in this case, I mean, the the kitten was. Just mm-hmm. fearless. <laughs> he, he sussed them out for a day and then the dogs were like, oh my God, we're being judged. <laughs> and then, and then everybody it. became friends. He Aww. basically launched himself in front of the dogs to steal their food. <laughs> oh my so gosh. it worked out. Wow. But we've also seen, you know, sometimes um, when you introduce a new cat into a household with cats, sometimes that integration doesn't work as well. Yeah. So it, it happens, right? What is important there is that everybody understands that there must be some sort of a trial period. There must be commitment to integration. You don't sort of just chuck two animals together and expect them to get along that mm. that rarely actually works it's mm. like a bonding period yeah, yeah. exactly Mm-mm. it's like any people getting along I suppose yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. so when do you guys think uh, it'll be legal to keep cats in HDB oh I think quite soon because I, I think there is cognizance of the fact that if we want to promote responsible cat ownership and ensure no disamenities to neighbours, we need a set of clear guidelines, regulations in place so everyone knows the expectations of them. And the the flip of that is that there needs to be a clear penalty system, mm. right, for a person who refuses to adhere to the guidelines and causes disamenities to their neighbour. We have, you know, l- just look at any sort of um, laws in an HDB, right? You're not supposed to clutter your corridor yeah. because it's a fire hazard, because it's an inconvenience and it's, it's not good, right, when you're maintaining neighbourly yeah. relations. Yeah. You don't, you know, do stupid things like hang dripping wet laundry mm. and affect other people's laundry. There is civic-mindedness in play and the same should apply for all animal owners. Whether you're a dog owner, a cat owner, a hamster owner, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The point is, do not cause an inconvenience to mm. your neighbours. Yeah. Common sense and yeah. yeah. Common exactly. sense. That's yeah. yeah, there's so many irresponsible dog owners out there. I just want to say, I mean I'm a I'm a dog owner. Mm. But mm. sometimes I feel like beating them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, we'll go back on the radio. I so feel like that sometimes. Right? <laughs> Don't beat people up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no violence. You can no violence. <laughs>
David Archuleta, Crush, right here on Kiss 92, all the great songs in one place. Our guests for this morning, uh, Tanuga Vijakuma, the president of the board at the Cat Welfare Society, as well as Theresa Go. Good morning, ladies, once again. Good morning. Good morning. We're just talking about irresponsible pet uh, owners. Pet owners. Yes. And I am just so angry right now because uh, at the condo I stay, someone just got a a big dog. Okay. Right? And this dog is pooping all over the oh, place. Oh, no. And they're not picking it and up. And at night, people can't see, right? And oh. so they're stepping oh, no. on the poop. Oh, no. And there's poop everywhere. Oh, no. So today, I'm going to go to the uh, estate manager. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I'm going to make a lot of noise. I went into the lift today and there was pee uh, in the lift. Oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So this is someone new. Yes. You know, because uh, a month ago, this it wasn't happening. Someone who's just moved as, in. As in someone who just moved in. Or and, just got the dog. Uh, I think it's someone, someone new. new. Someone, right, okay. someone just moved in with uh, with his dog. Yeah. Not it's very horrible. neighborly. Not Imagine, no, this morning at like, uh, what time did I leave the house? About 5.15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lift opens and there's pee in the lift. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, anyway, I'm going to get you Well, that's, you're listening <laughs> no, That's one of the main reasons that were cited as to why cats are banned in HDB flats, right? That they make a mess outside But that boils down to, as we always say, upbringing it's, by the parents But training. they won't do that though Cats won't pee in the lift Well, cats may mock if they're unsterilized yeah. So oh, okay. it, yeah, I think the, the root of the issue is really the human being Yeah, that's And, what, and yeah. through our entire experience, the problem with any animal in Singapore is always the human being. <laughs> mm. Because yeah. a cat's not going to know, oh, this is where I should not pee. Yeah. If they're not provided litter boxes in their homes, such a basic requirement, yeah, yeah. right? If they're not provided that, they're going to pee anywhere and everywhere. Okay. And mm. similarly with the dog owner that you were talking about, yeah. it's the dog's not going to know. It's not a dog's do- fault. Yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have to not vilify the animal for the mistakes of their owner. Yes, yeah. Just generally. Mm. So we were asking this question to each other yesterday, I think. Um, do cats typically make a mess outside or will they, say, leave the house and then come back to the litter box to do their business there? You know what I mean? If they've gone for a walk and, you know, they've strayed out of the house and stuff like that, do they automatically come back home? Well, firstly, most if they're cats trained? don't don't stray out of the oh, house. They, don't. they okay. stay Sorry. completely indoors. Okay. Um, just because, you know, you, you can't predict, right? Whether mm. that cat's really going to need a wee in the next two minutes mm. or it's going to come back and, right, and okay. use yeah, the litter yeah. box. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or it gets lost or it gets, you know, humped on. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's what we've said is, you know, keep your cat strictly indoors, obviously aside from vet visits. Um, yeah. And ensure that you provide for all of their needs, including the toileting need. So provide litter boxes and use whatever substrate you need to. They, if a cat accidentally gets out, um, then yes, I think the litter box scent will help to mm. bring them back, like if they get really lost and can't identify. Uh, but that's, you know, in the extreme case of them getting lost. But right, otherwise, okay. they should be kept strictly indoors. Okay, mm. okay. Which minister is in charge of all this? Minister of Cats. Minister yeah, of I know. Cats and <laughs> no, who would be the Minister yeah, who, of Cats and Dogs and Animals? Dealing with all this. Um, so there's several bodies involved. Yeah. Um, I think SMS Tan has been the most, um, the, who has been driving most of the change through AVS. You've got so many ministers who have been very supportive of our work. Um, Lewis, uh, Minister Desmond Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of people who see from their own constituencies and constituents that responsible cat ownership is completely achievable and in fact is the norm. Mm. So they have no issue in um, being quite vocal in their support for such a thing. And 
so yeah, you you see it at all layers. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Tanuga, and thank you, Theresa, for coming in this morning. It's been a pleasure. Anything you guys want us to put out, just get in touch with us. Yeah. And if okay, you, we'll help you guys if you anytime. Wanna, if you want to find out more, it's catwelfare.org. All the information is online. All right. Coming up uh, very soon, headline news and sports. Up next, Bruno Mars on Kiss 92. The best of the big show. I don't know how much more I can take. This was the big show they've been waiting for, and they pulled out all the stops. Kiss 92.